welcome to this Curvy Girls Life podcast, a podcast designed to empower and encourage women to be the best and most authentic version of themselves. I am your host, Jeanne Michelle, entrepreneur and blogger at thiscurvygirlslife.com. Before we hop into today's episode, if you are enjoying what you are hearing so far, I would love for you to hop on over and subscribe and rate us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on. For more information on our blog, podcast, and for a free printable, be sure to visit us at thiscurvygirlslife.com. Now, let's hop into today's episode. And I just want to say thank you for joining us for another episode. So um, before we hop in, I just want to let you guys know that I'm so sorry for missing last week's upload. Um, As the world knows, on January 26th, um, we did lose Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna Bryant, in a... um, helicopter accident along with seven other individuals. So last week, I really took some time kind of to myself to kind of just understand, I can't say understand, but I guess just process the situation because although I did not know Kobe directly, um, he did have a huge effect on my life. One being a huge basketball and Laker fan. But then two, I really loved his Mamba mentality, that mentality just to keep pushing no matter what. So um, I did just want to take some time to acknowledge that I am continually praying for his family, for his wife and his other three daughters. Um, I can't even imagine um, the loss and the pain that they are feeling, but I do know that we serve a mighty God who gives us strength to endure even the most heart-wrenching situation. So um, I pray that as a community, we can just keep the Bryant family lifted in prayer. So um, hopping into this week's topic, this week we are going to talk about dating in your 40s. Yes, I'm going to talk about dating because I am in this new phase of life. Um, I was separated from my ex for about four years. And then in that fifth year, um, I did file for divorce. And now I have been um, divorced and single for over a year. And I feel like I am ready to date Uh, But it did take a lot of soul searching. It did take a lot of learning lessons to get to know who I am and fall in love with me again. So um, with that, I wanted to kind of share some of the tips that I also have on my blog, which I'll have listed in the description notes. Um, But you can visit thiscurvygirlslife.com and you will actually see a post about this very topic. So um, let's hop into this dating in your 40s. So um, the first thing I wanted to talk about is finding love at 40. 
is it the perfect time? And you know, for me, it actually feels really good. It feels like this is the perfect time because I, when I got married, when I moved in with my ex, we were young. There were a lot of things I think in life that we both needed to experience and to go through to truly be mature enough to be in a long-term devoted relationship. I think we both had um, things that we did in the relationship that I think now that I look upon, that I look back on that, the age and the wisdom that I have now Um, I would have never done those things that I did. And I'm sure he can probably say the same. Um, Neither of us are at fault for our divorce, but I think both of us are at fault for not taking the time to grow um, before we hopped into marriage. And so now at 40, and actually I am 42, but now um, being in my 40s, I do feel so much more grounded I know what I want in a relationship. I know what I will not tolerate in a relationship. And I know that I want to love fully and completely and without hesitation, without reservation. And I am looking for a king that is willing to take the lead, but also understands that I am his queen And I too play a major role in us building a life together. So we are not only partners, but we are friends, we are lovers, we laugh together, we cry together, and we are open and honest with each other. So I think as you get older, you start to realize those things that are very important to you. You know, what's not important to me is the flashy cars, the the clothes, or, you know, what, what job you have, what school you went to. Like, it's just certain things that aren't as important to me. My things that are important are your integrity, your character, and that you are walking in your passion that I know that there's a lot of us still soul searching for our purpose and our passion. But even if you're just you're on the search for that or you're trying new things so that you can get there, you know, I find that to be an attractive um, quality in someone, someone that is passionate and compassionate and um, is truly, truly walking toward or in their purpose, because I think that we are each here for a reason. And sometimes we have to take a step back and we have to take time being single so that we can really figure out what that is. And so I really do feel like dating in your 40s, you just have so much more wisdom, so much more um, character and you have thought things out a little bit more you um and especially for someone that has probably been divorced you and if you've taken i've actually posted a post on my instagram and it said something to the effect of like you know people who are divorced make really good partners because they've walked through the fire and they've come out of the ashes um renewed and they know they fought for something that they lost. And so now they have a deeper appreciation 
for love. And I do feel like that is true, at least for me personally. And um, I do think that finding love in your 40s is possible. I do think that it is a perfect time because that maturity level is is such a powerful thing. Um, and it definitely helps you to go to that next level when it comes to finding love, being in love and staying in love. So um, I definitely think that dating in your 40s is definitely the perfect time. So my next topic is try new things, experience life and don't let being single stop you from trying those, those new experiences. So, you know, for a long time after my separation, I didn't do much. I was depressed. I was sad that I had lost something that I thought would be forever. And it wasn't until recently that I started to step out of my comfort zone and I started to try new things. One of them being this podcast that you're listening to right now, but I started modeling and I started the podcast. I started exercising just, I mean, but like, you know, not just a simple going to the gym and walking on a treadmill. Like I am going beast mode. I am doing things that I never thought that I would be capable of doing with my size. And then I am experiencing more music. I'm experiencing more art. I'm experiencing more just uh, nature in itself, going to different beaches and going on hikes and doing just all these amazing things. I mean, this weekend, I am going to be doing something that is completely out of my comfort zone. And I am going to be kind of doing a stylist slash makeup artist for a photo shoot for a friend of mine. And we're going out to the desert and we're going to take these amazing photos. And I have the opportunity to do something that I've never really done before. I've styled myself and things like that. So, you know, she has confidence in me. And that just, when you have these new and these different experiences, you have more to share when you start dating. Your dating isn't just about your kids or your ex or the terrible relationships you've had. It now incorporates these amazing things that you're doing in your life, these amazing things that you're trying out. And some things you'll try and, you're, and you'll fail or you'll try and you won't like it. But that experience just gives you even more to conversate about. It opens you up. It opens your mind. It opens your heart. And so when you're having a conversation with someone who is new to you, who you are just dating and you guys can, you know, you can talk about, hey, you know, I jumped out of a plane and it was probably not the best experience, but then they may have a story to tell you, or maybe they've jumped out of a plane too, and they thought it was absolutely amazing. And now you have this different perspective of it. And just trying new things just opens you up. And one, it opens you up because now you're not just thinking about being single. You are doing stuff. You're out there. You're living life. You're experiencing things. And so being single isn't 
at the, the forefront of your mind. It's experiencing life, making memories, living in adventures. So um, I think taking the time to truly experience life, experience new things, just gives you just a different perspective. It puts you in a different headspace. It allows you to just be open. And then when you are in that dating situation, it then gives you so much more to talk about other than the standard dating questions, as we all know, can get kind of boring. But I think when you have such great life experiences, it just opens you up more and it allows you to share. So I definitely think that Um, Trying new things is a definite thing that you should do when you start dating in your 40s. And then that also includes as you're dating, trying new things with the people that you're dating. Like, you know, some things are more couple-y or maybe more fun when you're with a couple. And I think that if you, um, when you're starting to think about dating, when you're planning these dates out, start incorporating maybe some things that you haven't done before. And maybe your date hasn't done them before, but it's now a new experience that you and him or you and her can share. Um, So I think that is so important. So definitely try new things. Okay, so my next comment is for, I, I, I would definitely say this is for all my ladies out there. Don't get stuck on a must have list. So we all have this list of items that we want our man to be. He has to be over six feet. He has to be chocolate complexion. He needs to work out vigorously every day. He needs to be vegan. He needs to have no kids, no baby mama drama. Like we go on and on and on and on with our must have list. And I think that sometimes our list actually causes us to miss out on something that could be an amazing relationship. I think sometimes I'm not saying don't have a list. I'm not saying don't have things that you would prefer in a man, but I'm also saying that if you're on a date and you've checked off all of these things on your list, but maybe there are other areas that that are okay or things that you find interesting, start to to play on those, start to talk about those things, start to lean on that area because you may learn so much more about a person rather than cutting them off because they didn't make like the top three things on your list. You know, I feel like even when I think back in my earlier years of dating before I got married, I feel like I had this list of must-haves and you know, when I think back on it, I probably missed out on some amazing guys because, you know, just because they didn't fit this idea of a man that I had in my head. So in my head, I had this ideal man and the people who I were dating needed to fit in that box. And sometimes the person who you will fall in love with and have kids with and spend the rest of your life with is probably someone outside of that box that you're trying to check off. And so I encourage you to, you know, have your list. I'm not saying don't have your list, but I'm saying to 
ease up on the list. Don't get stuck on it. You know, finish that that coffee date and get to really know the person. Ask some questions and laugh a little. Maybe after the coffee date, just go for a walk. See what they're about. Get to know them a little bit more. Because I think sometimes we take that 20-minute coffee quick coffee date just to kind of see who this person is or whatever and then we're just out if they didn't meet our criteria and I really feel like there are so many good men and good women out there that sometimes we miss out on because we're stuck with this idea of a person we're stuck with this idea of of what love should look like and sometimes love doesn't look like that And so I encourage you to don't throw away your list, but maybe just, you know, tuck it under your pillow. Keep it safe, but don't be stuck to it. Allow yourself to be open to people and experiences because you just never know when that love bug may bite you. So once again, don't get stuck on that must have list. Like what you're hearing so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking that subscribe button right now. This episode is made possible by listeners like you. So thank you so much for your support. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay, so this next point is kind of funny because I think it's something that we can all learn from date in real life please people date in real life look I know that we live in a online social media driven world right now and it's great that we have such information at our fingertips at all times it's great however when you are getting to know someone when you are starting a friendship it is so important for you to take the time to actually meet with the person in person not online not through a chat group not through a a facetime but physically in person body language tells you a lot eye language like you know how people may roll their eyes or look away or maybe be distracted because they're on their phone like these are things that you can see when you're dating someone who's in front of you when you are dating via text message you don't get to see any of that And so this person on the other end of this phone may sound amazing, but then you actually finally, at some point down the line, you have a day and you're like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. But if you get there early enough, then you'll know early enough. And I encourage, I encourage people to do coffee dates, to do, you know, those kind of quick meetup dates almost, you know, because it's really no pressure. You don't have to worry about getting like super dressed up. It's really more or less about you two getting to know each other and seeing that, seeing if this is something that's going to work out. But then from there, if it does work out and you do find some interest, 
set a second date. Don't go home and start the whole text messaging situation over again. No, set a second date as soon as you can. So that way you guys can really get to know each other, have fun, laugh. Like, you know, I feel like right now so many people also hide behind social media. So they'll say certain things or act a certain way on social media just to get your attention and then when you actually meet them in person it's the opposite of that so I really feel like dating in real life is so important you know I've tried online dating I was not very successful I'm not gonna lie we'll have to talk about that one another time but um but one of the things that I did not like was people wanted to have these constant drawn out conversations through text message I'm like, dude, like, do you want to meet for coffee? Do you want to go out to grab breakfast one day? Like, you know, you want to go for a hike? Like, let's do something. But like this whole, this text message relationship is not working for me. I'm not going to be checking my text messages. And then I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Um, so I definitely think it is so important and imperative that if you are dating to date, in real life put down the phones actually sit across from each other have an adult conversation laugh experience each other be open to one another and if it works out great and if it doesn't guess what that's what dating is about you move on to the next day it's okay but date in real life actually physically get to know someone and the cool thing about it is when you date in real life I feel like you have so much more to talk about even if you guys may not work out in a relationship you may find someone that's like a really good networking opportunity or someone that has a skill that maybe you can use in a certain area of your business like you never know what those in real life situations can lead to so I encourage you to date in real life so my last and final point is to enjoy the experience dating is it's beautiful think about it when you first catch the eye of someone you have butterflies you you may smile a lot and if you're online you may swipe to through their profile quite a few times during the day just to catch a glimpse before you guys meet up and then you may talk and or you may text message and you get a good morning beautiful or you get to make it I hope you make it home safely and like you start you start seeing these little things and then you meet for that first date and you have the butterflies in your stomach while you're getting dressed and you're excited you want to make the best impression you don't want to you don't want to dress too sexy but you don't want to be too conservative so you got to find that perfect in-between look and you know you you want to laugh and you want to smile and you want to have a good time with this person and throughout the evening you're laughing and you're joking and you're eating and perhaps you're dancing or you're walking along the beach just it's such an amazing experience when you are dating 
and when you're going on dates or when you find that maybe that one person whom you're dating exclusively for a while like there is just something so magical about those experiences even when they don't work out the fact that you had these amazing experiences you got to touch this person who you may not have have met otherwise like you actually physically got to see someone and meet them and know more about them and now you have a connection in this world like that's something that that's something that sits with you that's something that stays with you and you have to enjoy the experience and even from the ones that don't work out right the ones the dates that go wrong learn the lesson enjoy the experience it's going to be a great story to tell your girlfriends like enjoy the experience of dating dating is not perfect just like in everything and anything else in this world it is not perfect there's no exact science to it you kind of have to jump in and just be okay with however it turns out but the thing is is like there are so many experiences happening during that process that you should really really enjoy it because it's not that often that we get to just date i mean don't get me wrong there are some people who are lifelong single individuals and that's what they do they just date but for the majority of us we actually like the companionship we like being in a relationship so you date for a short 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 period of time like the dating scene like you do the dating scene thing for a short period of time before you make a connection with someone and then you kind of start dating them exclusively and then exclusively can lead to a long-term relationship and then you know and if that relationship doesn't work out then you're kind of back (laughs) kind of back out there but you've learned lessons you've grown from your experience and i just think that dating is just such a magical time it's a scary time because you're not really sure what this person is going to think and especially when you're dating someone or you're talking to someone online it's just like that first date is i feel like is the most nerve-wracking thing ever i feel like a first date if you meet a guy in a coffee shop you know what he looks like you know everything like i won't say you know everything but you have a general idea versus online you're literally going by pictures or short videos or whatever it is and then you have to meet this person up front and that experience like although can be kind of nerve-wracking can leave you with butterflies in your stomach I think it's such a wonderful experience because just imagine as nervous as you are so is he he is just as nervous as you and he is hoping that you think he is handsome he is hoping that he is dressed appropriately like all the worries and everything that we have they have to men have the same worries that we do they may not express it the same And they may not even carry themselves the same when they're, you know, when they have those thoughts. But we're all human. We're all human. And we all have very similar experiences throughout this world. So when you are dating, enjoy the experience. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. 
I hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Thank you so much. And please be sure to check the description or the show notes for more details. Um, I will definitely have my fitness podcast. I'm sorry. I will definitely have my website down there for you guys to check out. The website is thiscurvygirlslife.com. We are a lifestyle blog and we actually have a blog post all about dating in your 40s. So be sure to head over and check that out. But until the next podcast, I love you guys. Deuces. See you later. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us in this week's episode of This Curvy Girl's Life Podcast. Make sure to visit us at our website at thiscurvygirlslife.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in today's show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Want more? Sign up at thiscurvygirlslife.com for our monthly newsletter and our free printables. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at curvygirlslife. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. And beautiful people, have a good one. See you next week. Deuces. Bye.